Hello and welcome to the Disney Plus Adventures podcast, the podcast where we talk about all things Disney Plus. Uh, I'm excited to be joined by two of my really good friends, John and Brian. John being our wonderful producer, Brian being our official Disney aficionado. John, how are you, buddy? Oh, living the COVID dream, Tim. That's what we're doing this week. Um, had to go get tested yesterday. Ain't looking so hot for us around here. It looks like we're going to be on quarantine for a while. Not as bad as you guys had it, of course. I mean, you you and Brian were in some really close running for worst case of COVID I've seen so far, as far as my friend groups go. But uh, yeah, we're looks like we're dealing with it here at the house. Not too bad, but just drained and ready to talk to somebody besides the cat. That's that's why I was so excited about getting on here this evening and doing this podcast. Well, welcome to the fraternity. We're glad to have you as a member. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> a, it's a dubious honor, but. Yeah, uh, COVID co-president of the fraternity, Brian. Yes. Glad you're with us today, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing good. I've uh, been uh, able to make a few things this weekend, so that's always good, been able to be out in the shop. But uh, no, John, the reason why Tim and I were so different is because we were part of a secret governmental program, um, <laughs> kind of like the ones Walt Disney was running back in the early, whatever it was, 60s or 70s. Um, when he was oh. making all those Donald Duck videos. So that's why ours was so much worse. We were trying out a new uh, super soldier serum. So, Yep. And uh, when we die, they're going to freeze us. Yeah. You all. Bring us Just back like in what? 60 years. <laughs> we had you all testing out some new formulas for the pineapple crushes down there at Disney World. Is what it was. <laughs> weren't quite working right. out. Oh, uh, yes. The secret experiments of Walt Disney. Brian, I, I need you to get those together to have it as a segment. Of the of the of a future podcast, sure. Uh, but speaking of segments that we love, John is up first, talking about what's new on Disney Plus. There is not a whole lot. Let me look here. Get up to it. Nothing much going on this week. I mean, well, last week we had um, Disney January twenty second was Wild Uganda came out, Pixar Popcorn, and the extras Beyond the Clouds, the finishing touches. In this coming week, the 25th, they don't really have a whole lot out, but on the 29th, they have Dinosaurs, season one through four, Epic, Incredible Dr. Pole, uh, Texas Storm Squad, that sounds like something I would watch, and then Extras Beyond the Clouds, A Promise, uh, Kept Final, that's the what's coming out on January 29th, so nothing much coming out this week except a new WandaVision, of course, this, this weekend on the um, 29th as well. So other than that, that's uh, what we have. Brian, you, you mentioned before podcast that you had watched some of the uh, Pixar popcorns. How was that? Uh, it was really interesting. There are only like maybe uh, there's, I think, 11 of them. And they are anywhere from, it seems like maybe two minutes to three minutes long a piece. Um, and the interesting thing was, I think out of all of them, there was only maybe like three words spoken um throughout all of them there's no words there's there's music and then there's activity going on of course it's all pixar characters um some of them are absolutely hilarious um here at our house there's two of them that are the incredible that feature the incredibles uh family uh the girls really like that one i'm of course a huge coco fan and there's one in there from coco that i absolutely loved um a couple other ones one was with dory and uh, a couple actually there's two with uh, cars uh, characters in it so teddy liked those of course but uh, just kind of neat little like i said two to three minutes um i think if you like I said if you sit down watching back to back it's probably about 20 minutes maybe worth uh maybe 25 minutes so um pretty interesting though but of course it's just kind of a way to see your characters and these little bitty different scenarios if you will so 
So it's taking existing characters, not new, not new Pixar no new. characters. Mm-hmm. No, no new ones. Okay. Just uh, all the ones that you already know. But uh, for instance, one of them uh, with the with Dory, she's in the bottom of the ocean, and of course she starts finding things that are there. So like she comes across a whistle, and so when she blows the whistle, it makes a bubble. She pops the bubble, and it makes the whistle sound. So she messes with that, and then she finds somebody's reading glasses. So everything is like magnified, and then. Uh, some glass bottles and so she starts kind of playing some reggae music on that but again never really any words spoken so that's what was really interesting all right well so you recommend the incredibles that's the kids the ones your kids recommend uh the family consensus was the incredible ones were the second incredible one was probably the favorite of everyone my personal favorite was the coco one all right well i'm going to definitely check those out off your recommendation john i do have one question for you you mentioned uh, Texas. What was it? Texas Storm Raiders. It or is Texas. Texas Texas Storm Squad is the name of it. Storm Squad. Was that another government agency created by former President Donald Trump to go with Space Force? I, yeah, I'm looking it up. Let me see exactly <laughs> what it is. I'm curious about this, being that I am from Texas originally. Yeah, um, I, need, I need this. I need to reach out to my brother Aaron to see if he's part of the Storm Squad. Texas Texas Storm uh, Texas Storm Squad, an elite search and rescue team battles to rescue people trapped by a record-breaking tropical storm, Emilda, as it tears through Texas. That is what Texas Storm Squad there is. Is that a documentary or is oh, it like a? I think it's a series. It's it's a oh, series. Oh man! Oh, I'm watching it now. And if, all of them will like wear a, Aaron's signature red shorts. That's the part of the uniform. A, it's a it's a patch on their. It's like the insignia, like really, like Red Cross with a fence, with a fence in the background on fire. Yeah, (laughs) what I'm reading here, it's it's TV 14, of course, it's National Geographic. 44 minutes, yeah, it's just it's just a single documentary. It's elite search and rescue team battles rescue people trapped a record breaking tropical storm Imelda as it tears through Texas. So there it is, Texas storm. Beautiful. I love I love a good storm. Yeah, all that stuff is amazing. I absolutely love mm. it. So, Brian, you, you touched on uh, Pixar popcorn. Let's jump right to our next thing. Uh, what'd you watch this week on Disney Plus? Brian, anything else besides Pixar popcorn for you? No, we, uh, we're we looking at maybe watching that uh, one John mentioned, The Wild Uganda, um, but we yeah. have not gotten to do that yet. Um, I, I have maybe a, maybe a shocking comment. I actually sat down and watched toy story four for the like first time watching it from start to finish uh this mm-hmm. week with my uh with my daughter and my niece uh i mean it was good it's not great but i tell you what it did more than anything brian and this may upset you so i apologize in advance it reinforced the one driving theory i have about all the toy story movies okay. and that is that woody is a jerk oh he is yeah woody's a jerk in all of them he is a jerk. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm. I'm not upset over that comment at all. Okay. Um, okay. Toy Story four, though, for me, was kind of one of those things. Like the movie was all right, but I still feel like it was not needed. They wrapped up Toy Story three so well. I didn't need to see, yeah. you know, Woody going out trying to find little Bo Peep. So. Well, he did. Three headed sheep. Uh, he did. Speaking of the speaking of the three headed sheep, they. Uh, there is two of uh, the Pixar popcorns with them, with Duck and Bunny. 
And again, Duck and Bunny are absolutely hilarious. All right. That, that makes it even more enticing because uh, they were probably the best part of Toy Story 4 uh, when they're kicking Buzz Lightyear in the head. So yep. that's like the best part. Um, something else I watched, Kenzie and I are still watching Star Wars Rebels. John, I still love it more than I thought I would. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, it it kind of leads me to something, Brian, I, I want to propose to you. I really think we should, I say we, knowing that you're the one that's going to be doing all the work, but uh, I would love to make droids out of wood. Oh uh, I know the rounding process would be a little difficult, but mm -hmm. uh, having like my own chopper to sit uh -huh. in the basement to go with like an R2. Yeah. Uh, I just want <laughs> droids everywhere. I just want the garage to be filled with wooden droids everywhere, <laughs> like, a, like a tinkering I workshop. The only thought that it, the first thought that pops in my head is how many hours would that take to make like one droid? Uh, yeah, but then once you imagine. get the template, right? Isn't isn't that what all the woodworkers say? Once you get the template, you can just you know manufacture them. They would all, but they would all be the same then at that point in time. But like Chopper's body shape is different than like BB-8 and R2D2. Sure, so. sure, sure, sure. I don't. I know, I'm not talking about dumb BB-8. I'm talking about Astro Max. <laughs> I tried to get my dad to do that one time, and he told me no. Mm -hmm. He was no. like, "Oh well, all right. Well, if your dad put this, this the he's like, no, we can't. I, it's just, it's too much." Then I can. Then I got all right. Shot. I'm gonna go with Brent then. I'll, I'll harass Brent about it then. Uh, <laughs> I watched one other thing. Uh, I my brother is somebody that's on another podcast with us. Oftentimes, he ventures way off into the weird, and we call that a segment of uh, him going full Aaron. I went full Aaron this week, and I watched Wes Anderson's. Isle of the Dogs. Huh. And John, I loved it. Did you? I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, it is strange. It is weird. The animation is amazing yet creepy at times. Uh, but an all star cast of voices led by Brian Cranston, uh, Ed Norton, Liev Schreiber, uh, just several other people like Scarlett Johansson. Um, it's fantastic. It's about it. It made me want to go buy a dog. That's how oh, it made me feel. No, don't, don't let it, don't let it entice you. <laughs> Please don't let. But it uh, I, I encourage you, John, to check it out. It, it's, it's strange. It is strange. It's a story basically in in Japan. They take all the dogs and ban them to an island because the government is secretly ran by a. Uh, dynasty, like an age-old like secret dynasty of, of a cat cult, basically, where they worship cats or think that they're highest. So they, they uh, launch a conspiracy to make that the dogs are spreading dog flu and they ban them all to an island. And it's about a boy going out there to go find his dog. That doesn't sound <laughs> bad. I might have to check it out. I saw it on there the other day when I was flipping through, but I didn't, I didn't stop and watch it. I'll, I'll have to check that well, out. Good news, John. You're on quarantine. You have right. I, got, <laughs> I got plenty of time in between NTI and the kids. I have plenty of Disney Plus time to watch everything on there from this point until the end of time. So, uh, I also watched the latest episode of WandaVision. But first, John, what did you watch this past week? Oh, me. I, I I was looking for something boring. I didn't necessarily want to watch anything that I had to put a lot of time into this weekend, due to the fact that I was falling asleep and waking up every 20 minutes or so. So I wound up watching a um, 
two documentaries on National Geographic. I mean, that Geo guy, man, I, when they when they announced that Geo was on, that's the reason why I went and got the, the Disney Plus. Carla got it for all the old classic stuff. Susie, uh, she's 16 or 17. She doesn't, she's not, she's kind of at that point where it's like some stuff's cool, but I got it for the Nat Geo. So I actually sat down this week and watched two different documentaries. I have found a series on there that on Nat Geo that I really love called um, uh, Lost Cities. So uh, I was able to sit down this weekend and watch one on uh, Stonehenge and the building of Stonehenge. And I also watched another Nat Geo one this week on uh, the forensics of Pompeii, the um, city of Pompeii Ooh. that was destroyed by Mount Vesuvius and all yeah. the uh, all the plaster of Paris, uh, basically the 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 outlines of the people that they found there, the forensic team with modern day technology was able to go in and, and look through the plaster at what was actually there. And it was pretty neat. It was pretty cool. Cause they were, they could actually see like um, some of those that had died still had like their sandals on and stuff like that. So it was pretty neat, two pretty interesting documentaries. If, if that's your thing, which is mine. So uh, check those out both on that geo. Yeah, uh, I I'd, I'd be interested in the um, in the Pompeii one. Like, I'm more interested in documentaries if they have some tragedy attached to it. Uh, if it's just like a documentary about nothing, you know, that interesting to me, I won't I won't jump into it. But uh, serial killers, natural disasters, that's right up my documentary alley. The one I've really uh, gotten into on Net Geo and watched a lot of the episodes of is one called Drain the Ocean where they'll go back and they'll drain away parts of the ocean, like to look at shipwrecks or look at old cities oh, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. It's pretty neat. The Nat Geo's got a lot of good stuff on there. It was, Disney was very, <clears throat> Disney was smart to put that in there when they, when they created this service. Cause it, if, if anybody can make a good documentary, it's, it's Nat, it's Nat Geo. Nat Geo does a really good job of documentaries. They always have. So John, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Brian did not get to check out the latest episode of wandavision but you did am i right I did, and i yeah. did as well uh john what are your thoughts did it live up uh was it as good as the first two episodes i think for this episode for me a little bit of the novelty had kind of wore off i agree it, it was uh the first two episodes we watched together which which didn't which didn't hurt because we kind of fed off each other's excitement on it watching it together this one me and carlos and adam watched and I liked it. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was, it was still a pretty decent show, but some of the novelty of, Oh, what are they going to do? What's it going to be like was kind of because it's, they, they're, they're going and you can, you know, they're doing the formula. It's very formulaic for a reason. It's, 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 they're, they're doing it in a formulaic way. Uh, it was a little bit, I found this one to be a little bit slower. I think. Um, I, if I could interject, I think the reason it was a little bit slower was that, Vision was gone for large gaps of it. And I know, don't get me wrong, Elizabeth Olsen is crushing it yeah. as the Scarlet Witch. But uh, Paul Bettany just inserting his quirkiness and wackiness of vision, you know, out of place. Um, you know, I, I think I, I, I really enjoyed that, especially in the second episode with the Magic Act. Uh, that silliness wasn't there to, to, to add on to it um so i think that's what kind of made it slow i think they feed off of each other so well that when you pull them apart it's not as fun well and i think that was the thing about it was like with the second episode when he was playing the drunk vision with the magic show it was just so funny because i mean he's an amazing actor but he nailed that part and in this one they went i felt that they kind of went 
serious and mysterious earlier in it than they had before. They they kind of yeah 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 they I mean they, they had a good setup in a bazaar the the whole idea of <clears throat> having the the twins which I um I was expecting to be a boy and a girl not two boys because that's that's the way they are in the comic books it's a boy and a girl I believe in the comics uh, I'd have to check with Full Aaron to make sure on that <laughs> but the thing is is that you know that they I didn't really think that they they rushed it but at the same time is about halfway through it unlike the other one where you're kind of like okay what's going on you're kind of you're starting to kind of get a grip on okay what what is this now now the mystery behind it they're, they're doing a really good job of continuing to hide that but i i my, my theory stands on what's happening here in, in these episodes it's, it's it's my theory and your theory again is my my theory is that she has <laughs> in some way shape or form lost her mind I, I feel that I feel that this is one of them type of things where they're trying to contain her. Now, whether or not that's sword that's trying to do it or a bad the enemy aim is trying to do this, not sure which one's which. I think that all the like commercials that you see once again another great commercial this week. But I think a lot of it is when you're talking about the Hydra commercials or the Stuker commercials or, or whatever the case may be, that all of this is some kind of fevered dream of hers as she's trying to pull reality back together in some way. She, she's had to, either she wants vision back so much that she has lost her mind, or she's made a deal with somebody to get him back, and this is the world she's had to create, especially in that last couple, in the last sequence, what you see when she kicks the, um, uh, I can't remember. <laughs> kicks Geraldine. Yeah, Geraldine kicks her, kicks her out. <laughs> I mean, literally, like, she gets launched out of the town. And it seems like as we're going on, though, that people are more and more fearful of them. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I know that we could go on the Internet and read all the spoilers probably at this point because everybody's theorized. People like my brother's probably written out the whole synopsis. But uh, I know that you and I are just kind of in, and Brian as well are enjoying the ride. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and just letting it be figured out as it goes. But I, I do definitely agree with you that she has she has either trapped these people in there with her or they're trapped once they get in unless she releases them and the military or sword or whoever uh, you know which is a byproduct of shield they're trying to insert people in there to control it and keep it under control or to monitor it uh, or like I, I think the part where Geraldine brings up Ultron this week was an attempt to try to get Wanda to snap out of it or whatever and uh, which backfired on her. So I definitely agree with you that she's losing it and she's trapped him. Or there's a deal being made. I know there's a lot of speculation about her one neighbor, Agatha, being uh, maybe a witch or something like that yeah. as well. So definitely, uh, I mean, <clears throat> agree overall that the, that the the newness has kind of worn off. But uh, I mean, it was still it's still an incredibly bold choice by Marvel. It's still really good storytelling. Uh, this one, I, I just think, fell a little more flat than the first two. Yeah, and I think I think some of that has to do, like like we were talking. I said it was due to the fact that we didn't watch it together. Another thing for me is I was having a lot of difficulty concentrating too much on everything that was going on because I kept I kept passing out <laughs> and coming back to life every couple every couple minutes. It seemed like so I'm probably going to have to sit down and watch it again just to get through it. I, I read online was kind of looking at some things, and I mean there are according to one youtube channel there's like 72 easter eggs in this one episode 
And there's I know, just, I know. and there's just no way to keep up with everything that's going on <laughs> in all these episodes as far as like Easter eggs and all the little hidden things that they're doing references yeah we try to keep up with that i'm just trying to enjoy the show i mean the show's been good uh paul bentley is absolutely outstanding though in as vision i mean there's just no one else that can play that part i mean yeah when he run when paul bentley runs to the uh, doctor's house that's yeah. a fun that's a fun oh yeah okay yeah. dear well and and then like his yeah. neighbor uh out there working on the shrubs and 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 it's been yeah there's these weird little things are going like him like him running the the, the saw through the through the concrete walls and being like yeah. what yeah 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 that's all right you know that's and all these type of things are kind of adding up to either they they she has sucked them in or they she moved to this town and had a mental breakdown and now has sucked all these <clears throat> right. people into her into this world and they they know they're not supposed to be there but they're absolutely terrified of her I mean, that's, that's the way yeah. I could go. But at the same time, you don't know, because the fact is, is like the Geraldine, I mean, she's like, what's that around your neck? And she had the, had that amulet on sword. That sword on it. So yeah, was that a way in which they were trying to get <clears throat> recognize that for herself that everything is not going right? Cause the voice was not back this week. They didn't have the voice. I was expecting the voice who's doing this to you, Wanda. That's what they kept saying in the first, on the second episode, but it didn't, it didn't show up. So right. To me, was that just something that was a smoke and a mirror for that one episode, or is it something that they're going to continuously bring up time and time again? Which apparently they're not, they didn't in this one, so maybe it was. Maybe it's just. I think it'll come back, yeah. Because but, uh, I definitely, I definitely think certain members of the of the the cast, for like a better words, are are sword agents or you know aim agents or something like that. There, there's definitely, I think, two rival factions working against each other. Or, you know, to try to uh, either exploit this or get it under control or something. There's there's definitely, it's very Truman Show-esque. Yeah. And something weird that they're doing, and this is something that me I pointed out and just noticed um, this week. I don't know if you noticed it, but the television ratios. If you notice the television ratio that they're using. I didn't notice that. Yeah. No. Um, on all of the, like when they're supposed to be in the 1950s, 60s, and 70s, it's a flat square box television ratio just like you would have watched it on back in those time periods but when they move away from that when they come to the quote-unquote modern age outside of the uh wandavision neighborhood the ratio expands out to 16 by 9 <laughs> i did not catch yeah, that i'll have to check it it's, out it's i know it's nothing that anybody's going to go on but it, to me that's a very interesting no, it's, it's awesome yeah. little thing that they're doing you know to make you to make you feel like you're in there um, they're doing a good job like this on every episode this week. They did a good job with it is, is they really putting you in the idea of like seventies television, you know, they're borrowing against things like the Brady Bunch yeah. scenes and, and they're using, Oh yeah, it was, it was, it was definitely like the Brady Bunch, uh, <laughs> the Brady Bunch furniture and the staircase yeah. and just different things like that. Yeah. But I, what I liked about this episode was, is how, like when she went into labor, how she lost control of her powers kind of and everything was just going crazy i, I thought that yeah, and everybody cool. was fine with it you know yeah. Like, oh yeah yeah and that was what was so weird about it is and, and that's <clears throat> one of those things that has got me interested is okay so what do these people within this town actually know which what they don't because mm-hmm. um when she delivered the baby gerald geraldine i think was that's her name right gerald yeah yeah okay. 
yeah, she, um, she didn't act like it was that big a deal that all this stuff was going on. But then it was almost like Wanda <laughs> caught her in something, though, because she was like, hey, I'll take the first one. She's like, no, I don't, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll rock them. You know, that was. Yeah. So something weird's going on there with the babies. Something is going to not. Well, happen. I mean, Aaron would tell you that they're like devils or something like that with Mephisto, <laughs> but Mephisto or whatever. But um, yeah, I, sometimes you wonder, are these people trapped in there because they volunteered to get trapped in there? Like once you enter, you can't get out or are they trapped because they just happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time? Or is it a mixture? Uh, it's definitely something that'll be fun to see how that develops out. See, now the way the last couple of scenes made it look was that when she blew Geraldine out of the town and she wound up out there in the middle of the field, it looked as if there was like, they had all of them uh, lights up around this town. It's, yeah. like, it's, it's according to what you're seeing, it's, it's a real town, you know, it's, right. it's a agree town. With that. and that they've, it looked like almost like they had a containment field around it. I mean, there just very little that you could see, or that was her bubble of reality. I see. I think it's yeah. I think it's her containment field. Basically, she's put that up that that bubble to trap everybody inside that bubble. Yeah. So that goes back to my my theory that um, she's doing this to herself. Even in the trailer, the the song they play, the monkey song they sing, the the, the lines that they sing in that make it allude to the fact that she's doing it. Which uh, monkey song is it? Uh, Daydream Believer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's, that's a they, good point. Because they say that in it, and they and they and the, and the song gets warbly kind of when they say it. They say, you know, a daydream believer and a homecoming queen, and and there and that would be two things that would be right up her alley to be doing. Just this reality of everything is awesome type of attitude that this yep. is that this is her daydream. You know, so I don't know, man. It's 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 an interesting. It's an interesting show. And it's saying wake up, wake up, sleepy Jane, and all that. Yeah. So yeah, that definitely fits into it. Them trying to get her to snap out of it. So yeah. Brian, I'll, I'll be curious to hear your thoughts when you're able to watch it this week, even though we just spoiled the crap out of it for you. Oh, I'm sure I'm still going to enjoy it because uh, when I saw the couple articles, we were trying to figure out about the Sword Organization. Uh, I think they are saying so far they've had 11 different Marvel villains. Suppose they've already been in the, the that were already in the first two episodes. So, uh, trying to figure out that without, like you guys said, you know, just wanting to kind of enjoy the ride at the same time without having it all uh, figured out for us before we get there. So, but yeah, oh, yeah. it's been a great show. I'm still uh, super excited about it and definitely looking forward to catching up on this week's episode. I'm hoping a Dr. Doom, um, yeah. Doom's got to show right. up. Doom has got to be there somewhere. You definitely feel like I'm, I'm so ready for Doom. You definitely feel like you want to watch it and then maybe go back and read all the the uh, the hidden Easter eggs and rewatch for that part. But uh, John, Doctor Doom news: there are rumors that uh, Michael Fassbender, previously Magneto, is in talks to play Doctor Doom in the Marvel Universe. I could I could go for that. I could I could definitely yep. go for that if because you know they'll do it right. I mean, but I'd like to see him come back as Magneto. Yeah, Magneto. I'm personally Good job. yeah. I'm still holding out that they uh, they use Moff Gideon as Doom. I, I think he'd kick butt in that role. <laughs> I could I could see it. I, I, that would be awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, if you have one division thoughts or theories, uh, you can always, of course, leave us a line on our Facebook page. Let us know what you're thinking. Uh, but we hope you enjoy the one division ride. Up next, for the first time ever, I bring you which movie is not a Disney movie. Now I feel like. 
I feel like John John may get this. I feel like Brian will know right away because Brian is the Disney guy. Um, so I will list off three movies. These are movies. Two of them are going to be ones that were made by Disney. The third is one not made by Disney. It may or may not have been acquired by Disney after the fact, as they like to do. But uh, I'm going to give you three movies. I'm going to ask John first his thought, and then I'll go to Brian about which one of these is not a Disney movie. All right, John, Brian, are you ready? I'm ready. Ready. Okay. All right, number one of the three movies is James and the Giant Peach. Number two is Brother Bear. And number three is an American Tell. All right, John, what is your thought? Which one of those is not a Disney movie? Ooh, that would be uh, American Tell. Mm. Brian, your thoughts? American Tell. Oh, too easy, guys? Was it way too easy for you? No, no, it was just... I, no. That came out many years ago. I knew it wasn't a Disney movie. James and Giant Peach is something I think they acquired later. That was something that I think they acquired. I think I, I tried to look at it. It looks like it's Disney's James and the Giant Peach. Is so they, well, they do have it. Yeah. Okay. And then the Brother Bear, of course, that definitely is a Disney movie. They, yeah. they, they splash that all over the place. Yeah. American Tale definitely, <laughs> definitely is that one. That was, you have, you're going oh, yeah. to have to bring something harder than that to the table, too. Dad gone it. All right. First to to, trip, up, to trip up John for sure, at least, right? Hey, remember, I spent uh, I spent a year and a half in a video store. Oh, this is true. I, all I, right. I, I have an encyclopedic knowledge of all movies that were created between 1994 and 1999. So, oh, I'm going to have to test you on that one day. I'm going to be like, uh, tell me the stars of Basic or something goofy <laughs> like that. <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> I thought you had an encyclopedia in your All right. Anyways, um, Brian, I don't want to put you on the spot, but did you have a chance to pull anything from the vault this week, or you've been too busy? Uh, the one thing that I pulled from the vault uh, was, of course, um, Don Knotts. I'm a big fan of his, and it was the Apple Dumpling Game uh, is available <laughs> to watch on Disney Plus. So make sure you catch that. Uh, two bumbling. Bar- uh, Outlaws uh, trying to trying to capture some treasure, if you will, and uh, two kids get caught up in it, and it's pretty fun. Uh, I think a Disney term would be some pretty funny hijinks. Uh, we'll see oh. with not not. So uh, that's the one from the vault this time. Don Knotts, uh, excellent as Barney Fife, but struggled to carry movies on his own. So uh, the well, Apple Dumpling about game. the incredible Mr. Limpet. He was a fish. A cartoon fish. I mean, you've got to be an actor to pull off cartoon fish roles. Actually, my favorite, my favorite Don Knotts movie is Private Eyes with him and Tim Conway, mm. where they're trying to solve the mystery. Oh, that's fantastic! Don't forget he was in Three's Company too. Yes. Yeah. Hey, I'm I'm surprised we haven't got like a Three's Company theme on WandaVision yet. The the um. The bicycle in the credits at the beginning was the three company bicycle. <laughs> there you go, John. There you go. That's what uh, that's what you get for being the old man in the group. You yeah, recognize three company references. Yeah, I wasn't really allowed to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't allowed to watch Susan Sarandon on TV. <laughs> no, no, that was, that was a little too much. 
little too much <laughs> Louisville. That and Glow. Those are the two shows you were banned from as a child. Yeah, I couldn't watch Glow either. <laughs> uh, I am looking forward to when WandaVision goes to the uh, one that we've seen in the trailers. I think it's in the 80s where they're dressed up in Halloween costumes because uh, the old school Vision outfit looks awesome. Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. I'm, I'm, sure. Hopefully it'll be this All time. right. John, my challenge to you this week is to watch Isle of the Dogs I, while you're on quarantine. And my challenge right. to you is to watch the um, documentary on uh, Pompeii. Okay, Storm, Storm Squad. Storm Squad, Storm yeah. Squad. Gotta watch that, too. <laughs> I'm gonna watch the popcorn flicks, uh, yes. but I am, I'll am. i try to pick up some Pompeii along the way. You see what I did there? I think like, I was uh, a Disney uh. guy. <laughs> All right. Uh, Brian, uh, I have no challenges for you. You're too busy in life. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Watch WandaVision, Brian. That's I'm going to do that. For you. That'll be my challenge. Yeah. Well, uh, from all of us here at the Diz Plus Adventures, we hope you enjoyed the podcast. We'd love to hear your thoughts or your recommendations of what to check out on Diz Plus. You can check us out on Facebook, of course, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, anywhere you pick up podcasts. And as always, John, shut up, Beth. <laughs>